Welcome to Campus Talk, a public affairs show on 91.3 The Blaze, addressing public issues in Washington County and Utah Tech University. Today's program is about physical health with our special guest, St. George Registered Nurse Amy. And now on 91.3 The Blaze, here's Rustin Burnside with Campus Talk. Welcome inside to Campus Talk. Rustin Burnside here with the episode of the day where we're going to be breaking down physical health. One of the more underrated aspects of being a college student, especially here at Utah Tech University, we all know that college students are at risk with a variety of different things, all right? Balancing school, work, social lives, relationships, and health, all of that can be a very tedious task on its own. But add in the risk of depression, anxiety, other challenges that students may face, and it can be easy to see why universities typically try to have a variety of resources on hand to help students through these challenging times, because there are plenty of them. One thing we often fail to consider amongst all this, though, is that the stress and fast lifestyle are damaging in their own right, and they can also lead to physical health problems. We worry about our relationships. We worry about, you know, our anxiety. We worry about these type of things. But what about our actual physical health while we're living the college lifestyle, going through assignments, going through work, going through these types of of things? College students, even here at Utah Tech, are incredibly susceptible to illness due to high levels of stress. I'm talking about getting sick, falling ill, whatever you want to say, feeling under the weather. All these things can be applicable because of the stress of a college lifestyle. These things are due to high levels of stress, bad self-care, and a serious lack of sleep. Here to help us understand the importance of avoiding the typical college lifestyle of low sleep and poor self-care is registered St. George area nurse, Amy. Amy, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. I'm very, very thrilled to have you here on Campus Talk. Um, When it comes to college lifestyle, we know that these students, us in particular, are at a high risk of suffering through um, these types of, of issues. Ultimately, physical health can kind of fly under the radar is something that's serious, but we know how important it is. And you, being an expert in these type of things, I'm excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we jump into this. Sure. So I have been a nurse for almost two years. I graduated actually from Utah Tech University, so it feels good to be back on campus and talking about a very important subject, especially for college students these days. Um, I currently work in an infusion clinic. It's like a family, um, more of a family practice, but I just got a job over at the hospital in the cardiovascular unit, so I'm excited to learn and grow more, um, more of my skills. And have you seen so far early on, you know, in your career before we jump too far into this, have you seen a lot of college-age students, I mean, that that have are susceptible to rough lifestyles of just being stressed, being over-anxious, um, that often fall ill? Is that a common thing, or are we reaching here? Oh, that's a very common thing. So stress, um, I don't, do you want me to dive right into what I think? Okay, so stress... Um, can cause multiple multiple negative things in your body, one of them being low immune system. And so where I work at a family practice, I see a lot of more teenage um, age kids come in, you know, college age kids come in feeling sick because of their stress. And a lot of the times they don't know that it is because of stress and lack of sleep and lack of self-care that they are in the situations that they are in. So 
it is very common. I think it's a very important subject to talk about and touch on because it's one of those things that we neglect as college students because we're so important or so focused on other things like your finals and your tests, which are important, but you need to focus on yourself too. And when it comes to stress, you talked about self-care, sleep, stress, you know, causing college-age people to ultimately fall ill. And these stress symptoms that can affect our health, we, we sometimes think that, it, you know, it's illness that causes our headaches or whatever it may be. But it can be stress, right? Just because you're feeling under the weather doesn't mean that you've caught a bug or you've been around somebody who's been sick. It could be something internally. Is that correct? Yeah, it can be. Um. So we all have a bunch of hormones in our body, and one of the most important hormones um, that everyone has is cortisol, and and you call that your stress hormone. That's what cortisol is referred to as, and its main function is to maintain your blood pressure and support your immune function, and then also be in control of your body's anti-inflammatory response. So if you don't have enough or you have too much of that hormone, all three of those things are out of line. And one of the main things you just talked and touched on was your immune system and immune function. So, yeah, if you come in and you have a cold, it could be a virus, but it could also be that your body's under a lot of um, stress and it's overcompensating for the fact that you have too much or too little cortisol in your body. What, what are some of the other things outside of, I mentioned a headache, for example, but clearly as, as you're discussing, this is a... It can lead to multiple different outlets and how stress kind of takes over your body. What are some other ways that ultimately, you know, outside of a headache, that stress can make you feel a little sick? Sure. So the first thing that comes to my mind is irritability, anger, restlessness. You mentioned headache. You can have um, poor concentration or memory problems. And that is one thing as a college student that we can't afford to have because this is a critical time in our lives where we're trying to learn and um, you know, gain the education that we need to to build a career for ourselves or a life for ourselves. And weight gain, weight loss, um, and then poor immune system like we already touched on. There's so many things, and everybody's so different because no body is the same. So stress may affect you differently than it may affect your roommate, but ultimately... It affects you, and it can, usually in a negative way. So how do we, as people highly vulnerable to stressful lifestyles, as college students, not that we're the only ones, but, I mean, it's fair to say that people are trying to discover themselves and who they are while having a variety of different assignments and tasks and relationships to manage. How can we, as college students, manage stress? I think one of the number one things you can do as a college student is get enough sleep. Sleep is so important and we take it for granted. Um, This is a time for your brain to, you know, shut down and get the rest that it needs to recharge for the next day. And if you aren't getting at least seven to eight hours of sleep each night, it's not getting that chance to regroup. And um, stress affects the brain. Like I mentioned before, it can cause, you know, irritability, irritability, um, anger, restlessness, also anxiety and depression, and those are more severe, and you don't want it to get to that point. So I would say sleep for sure. I'd also say um, find those things that make you happy, like spending time with family or doing a wholesome activity with friends, you know, going to do those activities that 
make you happy and get you moving. And along with getting moving, exercise is important, physical workouts, and a good diet. A diet is a hard thing in college because we're poor. <laughs> and you don't, you need, you always want to munch on chips or candy or the things that are easy and cheap. But getting a good diet and eating those things that are nutritious for your body can help you when you are in those stressful situations and hopefully help your body overcome, you know, the things that you're fighting. And you talked about kind of transitioning over sleep. You mentioned that before exercise. You mentioned that before hobbies or, you know, things things such as that, as important as they are. And I'd imagine that's because sleep is a top priority, right? And and people at the college level, I mean, the older you get, it, it seems like there's no answer to how to how to solve it. But it feels like sleep deprivation is a huge, huge issue. Yeah, it is. And I'm not talking about you know, sleep in your eight hours, then waking up, going to class and coming home and sleeping and napping for another four. I'm talking about a healthy sleep routine. So mm. going to bed at a time when your body knows it's bedtime. When it gets dark, don't stay up for five hours after dark. Go to bed at a healthy time, you know, 930. I know that sounds so early and lame as a college student, but waking up at a time when your body wants to and going to bed at a time when your body wants to is really important for your sleep cycle and for um, the hormones in your body to to do what they need to do. I love that, especially because going to bed at a reasonable time is incredibly difficult for anybody because we feel like the days are so short and we have so much to accomplish. But when we're able and capable um, you know, on free nights where we are able to go to bed at 9, 30, 10, it's probably essential to prioritize sleep over getting in an extra hour of gaming or, you know, trying to finish off an assignment that's still not due till a week out. Although that's important, uh, it sounds like sleep can really help those things out in the long run, though. Yeah, definitely. I think it's important just to prioritize and set a schedule if you can. And yeah, like I said, everyone's different and every body is different, but Sleep is one of those things that everybody needs. And so from sleep, some of the big heavy hitters while I was researching this topic, sleep we've touched on, right? We've also touched on stress and managing stress levels. The big one at the very end that I want to uh, touch on before I let you go, Amy, is self-care. And what what do you personally describe as self-care? That's a good question. I think for me personally, self-care is something that I try to achieve to make me feel at peace and well-balanced. So, um, you know, when I'm doing self-care, I don't feel worried and I don't feel stressed. That's what self-care is. You want to do those things that don't make you feel stressed. And so, yeah, that's what I would say self-care is for me. And when it comes to self-care... Um, it's not really just a trend, right? It's not something that we're only going to see on social media. Paying attention to our needs, according to a source I found from Psychology Today, can be used to promote well-being. Neglecting personal care can cause increases in anxiety, distractibility, anger, and fatigue. It also leads to, uh-oh, decreases in sleep, relationship satisfaction, self-esteem, empathy, and compassion. So, I mean, we're trying to set aside time to go to bed at an earlier hour, right, to, to feel healthy. Is self-care something that uh, we have to always set aside time for, or is it something that we can do as we go throughout our day? I think at first it's something you need to set aside time for, and then as you do it more, it becomes a habit, and it's something that is more integrated into your body. Um, as a nurse, one thing that 
we really focus on as nurses is not only the physical healing of a person's body, but the the spiritual, mental, emotional healing of a person's body, and we call it holistic health. And self-care is one of those things that really um, is incorporated to a holistic health. And we try to teach our patients to do those things that can help them be happy or stress, stress-free stress in their life. And there's a lot of teaching moments in nursing, and you kind of have to lay it out step-by-step step at first. But then once the patient understands the step-by-step, it does become a part of their life. So, yeah, to answer that question, I think it starts out as something that that you need to learn how to do because a lot of us don't do it enough. I know I certainly don't do it enough, and I would probably – speak on behalf of a lot of college students listening to this episode of Campus Campus Talk, that that's the same situation. And if you're here at Utah Tech University, or really any college for that matter, a lot of these universities have uh, programs or setups in which they can help with your physical health and well-being, uh, especially because, like we've said multiple times, as a college student, you're probably going to run into this a time or two. And if you were to hop on Utah Tech University's resources, see what they have, especially in medical health services, the big thing is the Booth Wellness Center here on campus. You can actually find it at uh, 1037 East, 100 South. You can reach them at 435-652-7755, 652-7755. And their site specifically mentions that medical health issues can interfere with your ability to reach your potential in your work and studies as we've broken down. The Utah Tech Booth Wellness Center offers acute medical services to help address current medical challenges faced by students, staff, and faculty. It says it's staffed with experienced, licensed medical health practitioners to provide treatment. As a service facility, they provide necessary treatment for a short period of time for illness, injury, or other health condition. They are unable to provide primary or long-term care, which of course makes sense. Uh, But some of the things that they offer, sick visits, colds, flu, sore throats, minor wound care, bruises, sprains, medical testing, strep, uh, tuberculosis, things such as that, medical lab work, and uh, medical exams are all something that you can find at the Booth Wellness Center. And of course, like I said, you can see them at four th- or 1037 East, 100 South. Reach them at 435-652-7755. Amy, in your time in St. George, have you ever had uh, spent any time at the Booth Wellness Center? Yes, I have. Um, I've had to go there to get some checkups actually to uh, be considered to be in the program, the nursing program, we had to go there to get a bunch of different um, immunizations or, you know, different certifications that we needed passed off. So I have been at the Booth Wellness Center, and it's a very nice facility, very nice people that work there, and I um, feel confident that they're a good resource for all those issues that you mentioned if you need help. That's going to do it here for myself, Rustin Burnside, and of course our very special guest, St. George Registered Nurse Amy. Amy, we appreciate you taking the time to be with us and wish you all the best of luck in the rest of your career. It sounds like you're going on to do some great things. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Campus Talk, a public affairs show on 91.3 The Blaze addressing physical health with our special guest, St. George Registered Nurse Amy. For more information about physical health, Go to the Booth Wellness Center on Utah Tech campus, or you can call them at 435-652-7755. You can also listen to a podcast of this and other shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, and 913theblaze.com.